Welcome to Prodigy Sportive Added Stations, which is better known as PSA Podcast. PSA is an unconventional podcast that challenges the audience to think outside the box using real life experiences, clever narratives, original quotes, and the creative use of satire in order to break the audience free from negative paradigms and push them towards their own personal growth. This is by no means a method to condemn or bash the audience, but instead encourage and showcase a different perspective that might not have been seen before. PSA is designed to showcase to the listeners that the power of the mind is not a joke, and if a person can learn to control their mind and their thoughts, they will ultimately control their life. And I was telling him you're not going to NBA. Now, you're probably thinking, damn, music, you sound like a big fat hater. Well, let me explain his situation. First of all, dude dropped out of high school. So he don't have no high school degree. So if somebody died, you just need to say, hey, sorry for your loss. Give him a hug. That's it. You don't say, oh, sorry for your loss. How they die? How you feel about it? Did it make you cry when you found out? Did it hurt? What was you doing? All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back. Real quick, thank you as always for tuning in to PSA. But just wanted to let y'all know real quick, PSA is now on several platforms. Now, for the longest, I'm sure now I've been on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Started on SoundCloud, but now I'm also on EPR and Radio Network. Check them out. They got a lot of other podcasters on there. You know, EPR stands for Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. I'm also on TuneIn, Player FM, Radio.net, and got some other places I'm about to pop up on. So be prepared for that. Um, what else I want to say before I get into this? Oh, I got to give a shout out to my boy Phenom. Phenom is an author. He is also an HBCU grad, and he has a book called Be Phenomenal, Be Forgotten, Taking Your Life to the Next Level. Y'all, it's a good book. I, I started it, haven't read it all the way through. But from what I read so far, it's pretty good. So check him out. And if you really want to check out his content or really get a feel for him, follow him on Instagram at LiveFenom. So that's L-I-V-E-P-H-E-N-O-M. All right. So y'all jumping right into things. So now today's episode is titled Speak Now Forever Hold Your Peace. The meme reads, pay attention to a person whenever they get too quiet. That's sometimes everything you need to hear. The inspiration comes from when you're around somebody and you tell them something and the energy gets dry or, you know, whenever you tell somebody good news, whenever you bring up anything, you notice people get extremely quiet or like almost as if they hold something back. Pay attention to that. Of course, the old marriage saying, you know, what the pastor say is speak now forever hold your peace. So, you know, We've seen that happen in marriages, and that's what happens at weddings and, you know, in some cases on TV. I don't know if you've seen it in real life, but on TV, it's always that person that'll decide to speak out. The first instance that comes to my mind is the Rugrats goes to Paris, and Chucky Daddy was about to get remarried to some evil lady, and then that was Chucky's first word when he busted in screaming, no! So, you know, that situation. Escleastes 3 and 7 is another form of inspiration, and that verse reads, A time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak up. And then the old saying that I used, well, quote, that's from Rumi that I used for this week's uh, inspirational quote for the pub of the episode, which reads, Listen to silence. It has too much to say. All right, now, so let's go into the story today. Short story, real quick story. It's called Silent Treatment. To me and Rochelle were great friends. They always looked out for each other no matter what, except there was one problem. Rachel will always get real quiet whenever Tamia vented about her life. 
Whenever she talks about her passionate dream of being a singer, Rachel will get quiet. Whenever Tamia talks about her views on life, Rachel will get quiet. And whenever she talks about her boyfriend, she get quiet as well. Tamia started to notice Rachel would do this and assume that this was due to jealousy or other things. Especially when Tamia talked about her boyfriend because Rachel was single. The truth was, Rachel felt that Tamia's dreams were far-fetched and she knew her boyfriend was cheating on her but didn't have the courage to tell her. Eventually, the two drifted apart and through the grapevine, Rochelle ended up finding out that Tamia tried out for a singing competition and got booed for her horrible singing ability and then found out her boyfriend ended up giving her an incurable STD. Alright y'all, so I told y'all it was a real short story today. So, lessons from the story real quick. Tamia learned that silence wasn't always a good sign. You know, sometimes we ignore silence and we don't think of nothing of it, but eventually Tamia caught on and was like, okay, this is kind of suspect why she keep getting quiet like that. Rochelle didn't want to tell her what she knew because she wanted to save her feelings. I'm sure we've all been there. I know I have. Rachel felt bad in the end because she knew she should have said something because all the stuff that she got quiet about ended up, you know, hitting to me in the face. And that's one of them situations where, you know, you should have said something, but it's like, how do I say it without looking bad? But, you know, and then to me, it felt like, you know, she wouldn't have done that to Rachel. So, you know, ain't no falling apart because of it or falling away. You know, the friendship kind of drifted apart, but, you know, we saw what happened. All right, so I define silent, and this is not making or accompanied by any sound. Then I went to Urban Dictionary and defined silent. So it said it tells the truth. That's why people hate it so much, because by having no other distraction, you have to face the facts. The thoughts you always want to avoid are heard in silence. So if we go back to the story, Rachel was being silent, and that was her way of like hinting that something was going on. But she didn't say nothing. Now, I heard defense. To me, it didn't ask. But Rachel just, you know, got real quiet because she didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. But as we going to learn today, sometimes you have to be the bearer of bad news in some situations. So, all right, moving on to QTNA. And there's questions that need addressing. The first question, have you ever gotten quiet when someone told you about their dreams and goals? So, to answer that, yes, I have. When somebody told me about something... Now, I'm going to tell you the situation, not going to tell you the person, obviously. But I had a friend back in the day, back in when I was, you know, still in St. Louis, I was growing up and stuff. But I would think I was in high school. And this man said that he was going to the NBA. Now, if you hear somebody saying they go to the NBA, you think of typically any for black people, you know, especially anybody that played basketball, football in high school. And especially if they're good, that's what everybody say, right? Well, here's why. And I was telling him, you're not going to the NBA. Now, you're probably thinking, damn, Izzy, you sound like a big, fat hater. Well, let me explain his situation. First of all, dude dropped out of high school. So, he didn't have no high school degree. And he didn't, he wasn't even on a, his basketball team in high school. So, he telling us he's going to the NBA. I'm looking like, no, you're not. How are you going to the NBA if you don't have a high school degree? You wasn't even on the basketball team. And you're not going to college or nothing. So how, how are you going to be on in the NBA? So I told him that. And he said, well, Michael Jordan got cut from his basketball team. That was his rebuttal. And I said, well, Michael Jordan actually ended up playing in high school. And you aren't even enrolled. So you think you're just going to be playing street ball. And then a scout just going to pop up in the, in, the, in the block on the block and be like, oh, you know, we need to sign him. No, nah, that's, that's not how that works. 
So the next one has someone ever gotten quiet when you told them something? Yes. When I've told somebody stuff before or a situation where, what's the best situation I can use? When it was something that happened, I guess people didn't believe me. You know, it was something being said and I was like, I didn't say that. And everybody was kind of like, okay. And then it came out later. I didn't say that. And they was like, oh, we feel stupid. Kind of that situation. So now this one, I'm sure people can relate to it. No, especially me. So it says, why is it that a person is called a hater whenever they speak their mind about something when they was asked? Now for me, don't ask for my opinion if you don't want it. Cause I'm going to give you the raw and cut. That's just how I go. And that's with anything. Don't ask for nobody's opinion if you don't want the truth. You know, I feel like people get called haters because sometimes they can't handle the truth. Now, I ain't going to say people don't be hating because they do. But don't ask for nobody's opinion and then they give it to you. Or if you feel like they're a hater, then don't ask for their opinion. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to kind of get into the differences as we get on today. So now, let's talk about examples when people get quiet. And it can be kind of frustrating. You might notice somebody make a side eye because, you know, facial expressions are loud or they might look down and they just might suck their teeth or change the topic. As I stated earlier, when you're telling them your dreams and goals, sometimes, unfortunately, we're around people who don't see the greatness in us. That's just how it is. You know, I didn't told people some stuff before and they just kind of look at me like, OK, and I didn't got confirmations in other ways about stuff you know, divine confirmations or whether it's just somebody who is in a higher position that didn't told me something that I never, that I don't tell people about because it ain't none of their business. Cause you know, I, I move in silence. That's just how I roll. But again, everybody ain't like that. People sometimes get quiet when they feel some type of way or when you feel some type of way about something and you know, you feel like they should say something or you should say something, but you just keep, you keep quiet cause you want to keep the peace, but that ain't always the best thing to do. Sometimes people get quiet when asked questions that they don't want to answer. That's another example. Um, another situation is when you're telling them about something or a situation and they don't believe you. So now I broke this one down. So when you done with your ex, you saying, you know, I'm done with, oh boy, I'm done with old girl. And they like, just like that quiet, they don't say nothing. They just make a face or they look in their phone or <laughs> this one. I'm sure everybody can relate to when they say you're done drinking or you say you're done drinking or after a weekend when you turned up too much and then you turn around and drink the next day. Then you saying you done getting flued out, but the next opportunity come for you to go out of town and there you are out of town. When you said you done scamming, because, you know, there's easy, quick money and you can do it fast and easy. And sometimes people be scamming and one scam is somebody's check every two weeks. So they might be getting two of your checks in a month and at one instance of scamming. And they're like, oh, I'm done, I'm done. And they keep going back to it because they're addicted. When you say you're done being a sugar baby, because as I said before, dudes can be sugar babies too. When the friend or associate knows something and they're not telling you. So they might know that somebody talking about you and they're not saying nothing. You know, they might know something about the person you fooling with and not say nothing. They might know stuff that they doing, but they don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Or maybe they seen something and they just don't want to get caught up in no drama. Or maybe they know something about a job and they know you need a job, but they want to go get it for their own personal reasons, so they don't say nothing. Little situations like that. I kind of didn't been on all of these situations, probably on each side, to be honest. It's little stuff people will do and they'll bring up or, you know. But I typically hang with people that say stuff. Not always, but, you know. Either way. So now let's move on to why should a person speak 
up. And this comes from five reasons you should speak up, even when you think you shouldn't, by Kevin Dom. And so the first one is silence is deemed approval. So he said that you may think that staying silent keeps you from being involved in any conflict, but that's quite the opposite. Silent is much of a form of communication as talking. As I said earlier, your facial expressions say it all. Anytime you are involved in a situation, people are aware of the input and the lack of it. So people be noticing when you don't be saying nothing, especially me. Like I, I peep that. I just don't say nothing. Like one time I asked somebody, I was like, you see me slimming up? And they just looked at me and like I was making it up. And then later on, like that next week, they was like, oh, I do see it now. You know, I do. At first I didn't see it, but now I see it. And I looked at them like, don't you, like how you not noticing? Everybody else did. But, you know, let me get out of my feelings. So if you disapprove and don't say anything, it'll make you seem easygoing. If the problem then persists and you did nothing, people may consider it as enabling them and think that the issue is as much as far as the person who actually caused the problem. So then you may destroy trust and create resentment. People rarely thank you for withholding information down the line. So with that being said, it's better to just tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? If people talk about something and it's burning a hole in your chest, because here's what people do that I notice: They ain't going to tell you, but they're going to discuss it with somebody else. You know, and this person think that they're going to get this job and they ain't even got A, B, C, D, and E. And I know they ain't going to get this job because they, they do this and they do that. Well, why wouldn't you tell them, you know, instead of them having to find out the hard way, you playing dumb, like, oh, you ain't know. That's not a good friend. It's not. That's whack. You look bad. And even though if it's one of them situations where, like, you know, no one will ever find out. Ha, ha, ha. So it's still just, you're more, you shouldn't just let your friend go outside like that. You know what I'm saying? Which then moves to the second point. It said the greater good should be the priority. So he then says, I like to believe most people are good-hearted by nature. I don't believe that. Whatever. And many people stay silent because they don't want to harm or offend or criticize someone. But when a person or the team is headed down a dangerous path, i.e. the wrong road it's selfish to put your own need to be comfortable above the needs of others so worse by staying silent you harming the very people you hope to help so like the worst case scenario is if you speak up and then someone may disagree but at least the issue is at the forefront that active decision can be made the best case scenario is that you know everyone will benefit and then you're held as a powerful leader or a good friend so in that case i feel like I me personally, I'd rather just be called a hater or just being salty about something and tell you the truth because I hate to see people I'm cool with or know being out here dogged or, you know, feeling stupid or looking stupid. Because, you know, you can't tell everybody everything and I'm going to get into a little bit of that later on. But at the same time, you need to always say how you feel about something, especially if y'all are close. And I'm at the age where if I can't tell you how I feel about something. And I probably just don't need to be around you, which I've limited my contact around certain people because just going into 2019, because I just don't want to be around people where I can't say certain stuff because I'm going to be looked at as a certain way. You feel me? So then the third point he got is demonstrate you are invested. So why are you in a conversation in the first place? Somebody invited you into this dynamic. If you truly don't have a stake, then find a better use of time. But if you are there for a reason, you need to show your commitment to the process and the people involved by being vocal and active. So speaking up is an important form of honesty. Honesty actually builds trust, especially when combined with tactic empathy. Demonstrate that you will be truthful with people and that, you know, it shows that you care about them. And if you give good advice and then people will know, oh, I can trust so-and-so with this because they're going to let me know the real. You know, it'll show me the damn. You know, they care about me and they invested in this 
friendship, relationship, whatever it is, you know, situationship, you know. But at the same time, don't ask questions that you're not really here to answer. Don't ask how your hair look and then somebody be like, mm, that ain't you. That ain't it. And then be like, oh, I'm sensitive. Well, if you know the person is very blunt or tell the truth like that, don't ask. Because, look, certain people, I might not get quiet, but this is how you're going to know the key with me. I'm going to change the subject. A lot of people do that, too. So look out for that. So now the fourth one, he said, is no one else may know. So you can't assume the obvious is obvious. We know why I say it all the time. When you assume, you make an ass of yourself. I used to assume a lot of stuff. Got me in some situations. So at this age, you can't say I don't do it, but I try my hardest not to. It said your experience and knowledge has value in any given situation. No one else has your unique perspective. That doesn't mean everything in your brain is worth communicating. But with a little discretion and thought, you should be able to bring value in most situations. And your piece of the puzzle may be the important finisher. It then says that you're also not doing any favors by not sharing what you know. People don't automatically recognize your skills, values, ambitions, desires when you're quiet. If you wait around for people to notice or read your mind, you'll likely end up on paths that, you know, you're not want to choose or you don't want to choose. You may end up with projects you don't want, miss promotions you do or asking or accepting tasks that you don't have the ability to complete. So, this is the point where you get your confidence together. You know, people don't know what you can do. People don't know what you can know. Maybe somebody looking for a hot fire rapper and you got the bars that they looking for. And what you ain't saying nothing because you're scared. Or maybe they looking for somebody to, you know, be their photographer or something. But you, ain't, you don't want to say it. You want them just to ask you. Maybe they don't know. Sometimes you got to push yourself out there, you know. And that's and like I said, that's with jobs and stuff like that, too. Maybe somebody waiting on you to shoot your shot, but you ain't saying nothing because you're scared. You want them to say something. You just get quiet. They might always be around you be like, man, I'm tired of being single. They only bring it up to you. Maybe they waiting on you to say something, but you just get quiet because you ain't got no confidence. Maybe that's it. I don't know. His last point is that you may not be alone in your thinking. Now, this one, trust me, I know from experience because, well, let me just read it first. It says that it's entirely possible that your insightful observation and conclusion have surfaced in the minds of others. So others may share your thoughts and opinions, but they're not willing to speak up. So by you speaking your mind, you encourage other people to voice their opinions as well. So if everyone holds back, the bus may silently head over a cliff. So let's let's stop real quick and just imagine that. So say for instance, the bus driver looking down, and you on a rocky road, a rocky cliff. So we gonna pretend it's an exaggeration. Somebody gonna say it's extra. I don't care, but pretend we on Prior Rock, okay, Lion King. And say a bus is on Prior Rock, Lion King, and you riding on Prior Rock, going up the little steep, you know, where Scar threw Mufasa off and said, "Long live the king." that area and you can tell the bus driver hey bus driver we about to go off the cliff but now you not saying nothing and everybody else scared to say nothing so now y'all going off the cliff everybody dead but because if you could have just said something he might have hit the brakes real quick y'all have been all right so he then then said that in my organization we believe so strongly that everyone should be voiced in the same manner that we have a core value of bring it up. We will sooner celebrate somebody saying something irrelevant and important and lose ground and have massive failure due to group silence. Okay, so now, I always used to look at myself as the voice of the people. And what I mean by this is, say for instance, 
And the perfect example I got is like, if say you got a friend that's looking crazy. Now, although I am a big person, I don't wear too little clothes. It's very rare you didn't see me in some too little clothes. But now girls are different, but I do have homeboys that are bigger. And I tend to let them know like, hey, son, get a bigger shirt. Your tits poking out. Now, so you might say, well, why would you say that? That's kind of rude. I don't want my friends out here looking crazy because I hear the stuff people say. And I typically say stuff to my friends sometimes, which has gotten me in trouble. But, you know, I'm trying to learn the difference between that. But at the same time, I look at like I want somebody to tell me I'm looking crazy. You know, I had a friend that was on Instagram the other day. He did a story talking about people breath stinking and he made a video about it. I think he was talking about somebody. He said he wasn't. But, you know, whatever. Either way, it's somebody that might, you know, if it's somebody who breath do stink, they might say, okay, let me get my breath together. Or if it's somebody who breath don't stink, but they want to, you know, stay on it. You know, and that might have been a video for somebody to just say, you know, hey, you know, you might not have gotten caught yet, but uh, you better get on it before you do get caught. And then you'll be the talk of the town. So, you know, it's all about how you say what you say and not what you say. You know, it's only 10 percent of what you say. That's the issue It's 90 percent of how you say it. So if y'all in a group of people in front of a group of people and you'll say some shit like, you know, hey, your fam, your birth be cutting up and it's 10 people there, you know, it's messed up. But. If y'all by yourself and you maybe say, you know, insert name, you know, I think that, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. Sometimes your breath be a little hot or a little fire and I feel like you might need to do something about it or or maybe you should start off telling them like, you know, hey, can I tell you something or can I let you know something that's a little personal about yourself or how I feel about something? And then ask them how they feel of, you know, can I let you know something? You know, I don't want to be rude, but it's something I really be want to tell you. And it's something about what you're doing. And if they be like, nah, I don't want to hear it, then cool. But at the end of the day, even if it's harsh and it might hurt their feelings, they're going to respect the truth in the long run. And if they don't, then the hell with them because, you know, then you don't need to be around them. So now we kind of talked about, you know, why it's best to speak up. And I'm going to flip it because, you know, I has got to flip it, you know, put the thing down, flip it and reverse it. And I'm going to give a flip version of like why sometimes it's best to be silent. And this comes from lifehack.com. So just real quick, staying silent can just be as powerful as words. You mean to say like when the act of hugging will be more comforting than saying sorry for your loss. So if somebody died. You just need to say, hey, sorry for your loss. Give them a hug. That's it. You don't say, oh, sorry for your loss. How they die? How you feel about it? Did it make you cry when you found out? Did it hurt? What was you doing? What did you eat? How, where was you at when this happened? Did you tell everybody? Don't. Just shut the hell up. Another time when silence is golden is when you're unsure of what to say. Now, some of y'all ramble too damn much and it gets y'all in trouble. So, as I just said in the first point, shut up. The third one is choose silence instead of blurting out in the moment of feelings that are hurtful and not really how you feel in the grand scheme of things. So now people are under this impression at times that you say the truth when you're mad, but that's not always true. Sometimes people just be saying shit. So if you in that moment where you feel like, you know, I might say something that's a little too far, just leave that person alone. Just walk off. And I done got so much better at that. So I just be like, you know what? You got it, dude. You got it, girl. You got it. And I just go away. 
The fourth one is another time when it's best to say silence when someone is sharing a meaningful story. So if someone telling you a story, please listen. I've said it once. I probably said it about eight times now, but stop saying, wow, that's crazy. Listen to the people's stories so that you're interested. Don't be on your phone. Just actually act like you care. Be like, you know, give a little feedback. Just repeat something they said to make it, even if you're not listening, to make it look like you care a little bit, you know. If you're negotiating something, I said it kind of last week with the whole sales tactic thing and talking about manipulation. Y'all be talking too much. If you go, say, for instance, just real quick, you're going to get a car. Don't tell no car salesman, you know, I need a car as soon as possible because they're going to put that pressure on you. They're they going to sit back and listen to you. So just let them know, like, hey, you know, you got to negotiate and just see, like, you know, you taking your time. Make it seem like you're taking the time. They're going to try to put a, a hurry on what you're doing. But if you tell them you need one soon, they're going to make it even harder for you to wait. They're going to make it harder for you to, you know, take your time type thing. Then it says, the last one I got for y'all, silence is golden when you don't want to engage in a fool's argument. Jay-Z said, and I used it as a quote before, when two fool people are arguing, don't nobody know who the fool is. So if y'all both talking about some bullshit and, you know, you don't want to look like a fool, let them look like a fool by themselves. And then it says that some squabbles will never be resolved. One must agree to disagree. I've gotten great at agreeing to disagree with people like... You got it. You won. You know, it says some squabbles will never be resolved. Now, when I hear squabble, I actually think of fighting. I don't think of arguments, but, you know, it was this dude. Shout out to Junior Esteban. Uh, he was known as the Squabble King in college because he was always fighting people. So, shout out to the Squabble King. All right. So, tips and scenarios for my college students real quick. You know, say some instances where I want y'all to speak up. Speak up about your grade. It's been several times where... I didn't understand a grade, so I didn't email teachers sending them full essays. I didn't did this. I didn't bust my ass here. Why is my grade like this? It's times they didn't show me this is your grade and this is how you got it. And I say, okay, thank you. Well, nah, back in the day, I was pity. I didn't even respond. But uh, it was times where they were like, oh, that's an error on my behalf. Let me fix that. Speak up when you feel in some type of way with your friends. That's just not even a college. That's in general. Because at the end of the day, y'all, you teach people how to treat you. So if you allowing something for so long, one of my friends allowed one of her friends to just do all this extra stuff and, you know, eventually she blew up on her. Now, I've been on opposite ends of the blow up. I didn't been blown up on and I didn't the one that didn't blown up. So the thing is, I didn't have people tell, you know, me. Well, no, they never tell me when they have an issue. They tell everybody else. But, you know, I didn't heard through the grapevine from several situations I used to be in people was like oh it was a build-up and the thing is on my end it's like well I understand how build-ups work but at the same time if you would have said something before in a one-on-one manner instead of playing like stuff didn't bother you then you know I could have fixed it and if I didn't fix it then that's on me because you tried to say something uh speak up when you aren't getting the proper housing listen if you go to HBCU nine times out of ten you didn't have this issue with housing because housing didn't hold millions of people i remember they tried to hold me but uh favor came through because i ended up getting some housing when they said they ain't have none but when you threaten to send a letter when you, i've learned too you don't always have to clown to get your way sometimes we do things the white way <laughs> things get handled a little better speak up through an organization so if you have a voice or you want to express yourself or express something through a platform in college whether it be through an organization you know sometimes people create their own organizations you know, whether it be about mental health, fitness, whether it be about how you feel about bullying, whether it be how I feel about fashion, whatever, cooking, whatever you want to talk about. 
use an organization to speak up for what you believe in. You know, police brutality, whatever. Speak up when you see your friends doing wrong. You don't be that person where you see your friend doing some bullshit and you just be like, oh, they ain't got nothing to do with me because you just as bad as they are because you guilty by association. And although it's not always true that, you know, you are who you hang around, from the outside looking at it, it kind of is because it looks like if they doing some BS and you kicking it with them, you going people going to assume that you're doing that too. And it's bad on your reputation too. So, you know, speak up on that. And the last one. It's the list can go on, but the last one I'm going to say is if you're accused of something you didn't do, speak up. Don't take no blame for nobody else. People is in jail for doing shit they ain't do. Then they lost their chance to be in certain organizations or they even got kicked out of school for something they ain't do. So speak up. Don't play no I ain't snitching because um, if it got something to do with me getting kicked out or something that's got something to me getting in trouble I ain't do it, I'm not playing quiet. I'm just not. All right. So, y'all, that's it for today. Question and challenge. Uh, I want you to challenge you to use your voice and speak out about something. It could be animal cruelty. It could be, you know, talking about, you know, mental health is a popular topic. You want to talk about that. If you want to talk about feeling the rejection of being abandoned, you want to talk about your beliefs on politics, you know, speak up. Use your social media. You got it for a reason. You know, go do a presentation about it, something, whatever. You know, another topic you could talk about, this is a meme I saw. It was like, you could talk about people who need to watch their kids. And it was a meme that was like, y'all need to start binge watching y'all kids because y'all binge watch all these shows. We live in an era where everybody binge watch everything, but everybody don't watch their damn kids. So watch your damn kids. And that's a message from PSA. All right. Tune in next week. Got another Hot Fire episode. PSA signing out. Always remember, keep your head up like your neck hurt. Remember who you are. Make your mind up. Don't let it make you. Peace.